0: You get embarrassed or get upset over one door being closed, then you got to realize there's so many more doors open. You got to try and unlock it.
1: Welcome to another episode of the ROI Podcast, presented by the Indiana University Kelley School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella. Here on the show, our mission is to help organizations make better business decisions. So if this is your first time tuning in, I just want to take a minute and welcome you to the Kelly family and to the ROI podcast community and let you know that we exist for you. So if you have a question you're wrestling with as a leader, maybe we could turn it into a podcast topic. Uh, Maybe you want to hear from some of our faculty or get some expert advice on your next business venture or you know of a person who would make an awesome guest for our show. We would love to hear from you. Send us an email to roipod. That's roipod at iupui.edu. Again, roipod at iupui.edu. Well, 2020, no doubt has been full of hardships, full of uh, just mental strain. Uh, I mean, whether you've you've gained, whether you've been prosperous during 2020, or, you know, you've been on the other spectrum, you know, and you've and you've experienced great loss. You know, there's no question it's been uh, a turmoil as we hear time and time again, it's almost almost getting numb to it. But what do we do with that? I mean, how you know, not only do we bounce back from this year, like what if what if you lost your job before the pandemic? What if you Bounce back after you know twenty twenty, and everything was on the up and up, only to find that you know hardship was coming. How do you get past that? What's the mentalness? What's the mentality you need just to embrace life's hardships? Well, I'm honored to be joined uh, by this week's guest, Austin Taylor, A.K.A. Young Mantis, IUPUI grad back in twenty nineteen, and host of That Boy Bent podcast. Austin, welcome to the ROI podcast.
0: Thank you for having me on, man. I, I, it's been weird being called Austin Taylor. I haven't been called that since my last doctor's appointment.
1: <laughs> so we're talking about this idea, you know, uh, the mental hardships a mental fortitude. Like, how do you embrace, uh, you know, just having this, this grit or resilience to whenever life does, you know, throw uh, throw lemons at you or throw hardships at you, because that is one of the guarantees in life is that we will face hardships. Or as one, as my uh, business professor back in college, optimistically told us, you will be fired one time in your life. I guarantee it. Talk about being optimistic. You know, that's one thing that we we do have in life is, is we know that hardships will come. Uh, you know, I want to dive into your story a bit. So take us back, you know, to the beginning. Talk, talk to us about, uh, you know, who Young Mantis, a.k.a. Austin Taylor is and um, kind of what brought you to, you know, this point in your life.
0: It's a really good question. Just I see myself as two people. There's Austin Taylor and there's Young Mantis. So Austin Taylor was born September 29th 1996 in Indianapolis, Indiana. Now, I had a... I was born with a very rare condition, a condition that, as of I know, nobody else has. It's an undiagnosed condition. Now, it's not scoliosis. It's not lumbaritis, whatever spine problem it is. But the thing is, I looked like I'm a bent guy. I looked like I had a, a little piece of... um. I, I was, like, folded up on a table. I walked like it. And the main... Symptoms are: I have low muscle tone. I can't sprint. You know, I'm very. I'm not weak. I just can't really use all my muscles. And there's muscle nerves that do not communicate to my brain to use everything properly. So you know, I got all my chromosomes. I got all my uh, muscles and bones, but I don't have the um, the brain, the, the neuro power, if you will, so that's connecting the dots. So when I was born, you know, I would always, always, I'd always stand out no matter what, just walking around, running, being myself, but the two things that stood out was my physical appearance and my personality. I was always, I've always been a funny guy. Just naturally funny. And I don't mean that in a bratty way. I just, I remember when I was four years old in an elevator, um, uh, like a uh, Riley hospital, we were going up elevator, elevator with my mom. And I would, i noticed someone, Hey, how about a Colts game last night? And like the, the month was the cutest thing, the guy was like, how old are you? Like 10, 12, or no, four. It's always been a very open guy. But, uh, with my condition, I could never do what I wanted. Like, you know, I could never dunk a basketball because, you know, I'm Caucasian and it's a little harder with that. So I, I always worked behind the season sports. I would be a football manager, basketball manager, and, I, I, you know, I love everyone. I'm very grateful with all the people that I meet, but working behind the season sports was I thought would be my career. So I went to uh, Fishers High School, managed football, eventually graduated Fishers and tried to get to school. It was either IUPUI, Indiana State, or IU. I took IUPUI because IU said, no, get lost. Indiana State, I'm just not going to Terre Haute. So I went to IUPUI, and I originally wanted to be an athletic trainer. And they probably looked at me and be like, "That dude wants to, like, there's no way I would trust that dude that fits my ankle or whatever. I don't blame you. I wouldn't need it at that point. So I got a job with Indianapolis Colts to be a ball boy, so I could still continue my love for being behind the scenes in sports. So I ball boyed. And that eventually led me to meet Pat McAfee, who worked, who was a punter for the Colts. He eventually branched out to Barstool Sports after he retired. And he gave me an internship opportunity. I killed the interview, started making videos for him. So people started, people would know me from being that that figure, that physical appearance, that weird physical guy. There was that, then it turned to, oh, that's the uh, Colts ball boy from Colts games. And it's oh, that's uh, the Barstool guy. So I started getting more, right, it was more so of, Less Austin, more of like an undiagnosed boy. Hell of a name. I love it. <laughs> when I started working for Pat, I started really making videos. And I've always been a funny guy, but I never expressed myself. So I started making little down-the-street videos. I became a, a pickup referee. I drove all these, um, not so great areas in Indiana, but I drove on a referee outfit. Ref- I picked up David, like, who the heck is this a white guy? And then well, I'd be really funny. So they love it. they started getting into it. So I started doing um, videos like that. And eventually, my junior year at IUPUI, I branched off to myself to make my own YouTube and Twitter videos. And I said, hey, how can I really get the IEPY demographic? And, you know, IUPUI is a very, it's a pretty small school compared to a lot, of, a lot of schools. So I thought about how I can joke. And not many people go to IEPUY basketball games. That's just the truth. I hate to be the first one to break it. So I started, I went to a basketball game and pretty much showed how nobody went there. I made a joke out of it. People loved it. I made a joke how we don't have a football team. So I just like IEPUI like if we had a football team, like Dan's the players, people love that. Then I started, you know, like IEPUI has a lot of potholes, a lot of like, what used to be one way streets and all of that. Things that make students life a little harder to get to it. And parking. Everyone knows parking is a hassle here. So I would make jokes about that. And like everyone from IEPUI started to know me. Then, you know, Ball State guys would be sharing with their friends. I So I started just some Indiana attraction. And then, after when that happened, I applied for Barstool Idol, which is a competition for Barstool Sports. They did a full-time job. And I flew out to New Year for that competition. It's all on YouTube. You know, type in Barstool Idol. You check me out on there. And I won the job. And I became like a full-time entertainer. And I started just making videos, blogs. Now I'm podcasting. And so now I'm, I'm really known as Young Mantis. And Austin Taylor is kind of just like a person that's so known to the family and friends that I grew up with.
1: And that's, you know, then I think that gets to the heart of it because, uh, you know, you you having from the start, I mean, just kind of like a a physical ailment that could have you could have just said, you know what, forget it. Like, I'm I'm never going to achieve my dreams. You know, you found a new way, like you found a way to adapt and that there is a heart of, you know, a warrior within that. And I really want to dive into that. So talk about, you know, uh, how do you approach, you know, when 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 you have been four years old at Riley children hospital, you know, or, uh, when you're dealing with, you know, hearing no so many times as you're trying to make it in the entertainment world, you know, what is it that is keeping you going? Like, what do you do to keep your mental focus straight?
0: It's really, it's a, I don't give a beep mentality, but it's not like a, um, I think there's two ways to say that some people will not give a beep and they'll just, um, just do really stupid stuff that's not going to get them anywhere in the future. But me, it's like I, I really. Now there are sometimes, once in a while, where I'm like, "Dang, I wish I was, you know, born normal." But if I was born normal, I would not stand out at all, and I would not be like this. And of course, this, 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 I have some good straight back days. This is, I have some good t-shirts that maybe look look great posture. But okay, now I'm feeling real good. Maybe I'm not so bent. But uh, I think the mentality of I know, I I know I am funny. I know I'm entertaining and I know people like me. Those are the three things I need to know that makes me say, I can do this for as long as I want. It's a matter of time until the next big thing happens for me. And that's really what keeps me going. I don't give a beep and I know that I have myself and my support system
1: and even still i mean the, you know you've you've definitely had some some trials of, as anyone that's followed your story especially as you came in came in and through barstool sports you know you've you've created some incredible videos with barstool that's got you know a couple million views and various different channels uh, you know and then and then kind of through that journey or you know transitioning again into you know getting on your own you know talk through that like how did you know four year old you uh, you know who was nudging people on the elevator in Riley to you know the thing you had to do with barstool sports and maybe even going back and kind of talking about that, uh, how that pulled you through and you know what you do even now like as as your dreams maybe you think you are going to get somewhere and then a big wall or, or the door slams in your face and you have to find a new door like how do you find that new door?
0: It's a really good question. I think some of my personal things for me it was I think my motivation. So want to be where I'm at is from when I was in high school, my dad was an alcoholic and that really took a toll on me and my mom. And that was one thing I said, I do not want to be like this guy. I don't want to be a failure. I want to get out of the house and do my own thing. And then the other thing too is um just seeing like my friends end of high school and college. It's like, just, they look, li- whenever close to bill, they loved partying and drinking, smoking on the weekends. I just hated, I never did. I didn't, oh, I didn't really drink my dad, I kind of stayed away from that. But as i seeing them just like, have fun, but really did nothing out of it. Just told me that like, I don't really want to be like you guys. I don't want to work a nine to five. I want to shine. And I think those two things were big factors in the keeping me to think of something new or create something and just not stop. So I think those two really opened doors. Like, okay, now, you, those two factors really open the door for me to say, I can just do whatever I want. And if they don't like it, then I'm still going to be on top
1: there's obviously there's, there's principles, there's pillars, you know, that kind of undergird. I know for a lot, you know, people, it is stories like, you know, having, having a a family member who's succumbed to drugs or alcohol or um, having, you know, people in your life who may have made poor decisions and you could see kind of how their life plays out, you know, but for you personally, I mean, when, when you're, when no one else is watching, you know, when you're kind of um, stuck in, in your, just, just you and the situation. You know, how do you find inner strength? Like, what is your inner strength when it comes uh, to dealing with really tough situations in life? Whether that be losing a job, whether that be hearing no.
0: That's, so, I just for me, I've lost a good amount of family members. I've lost a cousin when I was in third grade. Also, another cousin was a freshman in high school. When I was doing that barstool Idol competition, my uncle died. I like, overdose the week before. So, I mean, it sounds. Bad, but I've kind of got a little numb to lose the family members. But I think, um the so when I lost, I've I've got, I've lost one job. I got fired from the Indianapolis Colts because I uh, I, I tried. That was interesting. I was looking for the Colts and Bears at the same time, so it was, it was half being you know, be funny and half still got like be a professional. And I, I did. Not, I was not mature enough to know that, so I made a blog about uh, this one game that we lost to that, I, that I ball that I ball boy for just the New York Jets and. I made a joke about a player, but I was still trying to cover the team. So I, I got fired from that. Should have posted it. Learned from it. Still cool with them. But being laid off from Barstool, that was interesting because for like one minute, I was tearing up a little bit. But right after I, I snapped and told myself, like, I'm my own boss now. I can do whatever I want. And I've done the independent life before. I just never had a platform like I do now. So I know I know how to do it. So that was, I was very very happy because now i can really just do whatever i want and i've got support and it's only gonna grow up
1: that's something i think that's really noble and speaks to your character um you know as someone who could take i mean such such harsh words i mean when you hear you're fired or when you when you read the letter that says you know we can't afford to keep you on um i mean it's hard and You know, I know there's a lot of people that either have dealt with it or are still currently dealing with it. You know, so how would you, um, as someone who has walked through that journey in their life, you know, how would you offer advice or how would you offer encouragement? You know, when you were down, like, what did you need to hear or even with your own mental um, conversation you had with yourself?
0: Well, I think, for example, with being laid off on Barstool, it was a lot of a lot of fire came into me. It was like, I have no harsh feelings against them. Business is business. But for me, it's, I, it was something that now I can really prove who I am and I can either uh, prove to Barstool that they made a mistake or I can prove to myself that maybe I am better off being independent and maybe that's just a great, great platform to start at. But for someone who's losing their job, if you get embarrassed or get upset over one door being closed, then you got to realize there's so many more doors open. you just got to try and unlock it or try and put it to handle.
1: And it sounds like, too, that there's there's an element of – Of you being a comedian and that kind of just being in your blood of, I mean, what do comedians do more so than take really life, tough life situations and just kind of find a way to get people to laugh about it or to find a way to make it, make it a little lighter than, you know, maybe what it really is or really just kind of shine a lot and be like, okay, maybe it's not that big, you know, was that ever a part, you know, during this, like finding ways to just laugh it off?
0: Yeah, I mean, I take nothing seriously, and I'm not just saying that. I'm very, very thick-skinned. There's never been a point where I got offended by a joke. So there's just, just people who get offended, there's people who don't. And I think just from, from, joking, from only joking my whole life and just meeting so many people and knowing what to say and what not to say and then just building that chemistry, it's just, uh, it just makes everything easier.
1: So what have you learned, I mean, now that you're kind of on this other side of, of- – transitioning from you know being fired in the past being laid off by you know an organization that I mean I'm sure at some point you thought I mean this is it like I'm I'm here I mean this is this is where my career is and then life tells you otherwise you know what what it has that done to you like as you look back that has kind of opened up like these positives you know where you're stepping back and going dang if it wasn't for this hardship in my life if it wasn't for this like nudge out the door I never would have been able to get into this lane I never would have been able to you know do x y or z you know what was that for you or have you had that moment
0: I mean it's long as it comes full circle I always say if I did not get into IUPUI then uh wouldn't have gotten to the and so I would have gotten the McAfee that would have got all those things. I just one by one, everything was for a reason. But, um, you know, I just like, I, I, always, I always thought Barstool would be my final platform, but then I started to realize how much of a following I get, but I wasn't, I still wasn't educated enough to know how to take off my brand. So from Barstool, I learned now how to brand myself, how to be consistent and how to really gain traction. And if I was still the same Austin and IEPY and never had that personal experience, I probably would be working for a sports team right now and not even being that relevant. But I think having just meeting one by one, step by step, one by one, handshake by handshake, then everything just comes in a, a narrow street.
1: You know, there's no question hearing your story and seeing you come, you know, come come up. I mean, you from birth. You know, to where you've gotten to this moment in your life, I mean, you have something that all successful people have. You know, you have this mental grit. You have a way of dealing with hardships. You have a way of of really taking things in that are hard, but seeing the light at the end of the tunnel or seeing a brightness or an optimism. You know, and I want and and I just I think that that is worth highlighting. I think highlighting you know the fact that you, you're strong, like you're a strong person. And I want, I want to see, you know, so many other people lean into that because there are many people that get stuck. I mean, we all have traumatizing moments, whether it is, is getting fired, whether it is, you know, losing a loved one, whether it is, you know, fill in the blank, like everyone in from their own perspective has those moments that define them, that make them or break them, you know, but it's, it's getting past that getting past that, um, mental fortitude to say like, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, things are going to get better. You know, so, so what, what advice do you have to those, um, you know, that, that see the world maybe through a broken lens, you know, people who are, are scarred by the past, people that are just stuck, um, wherever they're at, how do you, you offer a piece of advice or wisdom to pull people out of their darkness to see light.
0: That's the one question I I do get asked similar questions like that a lot. I I never really truly have a good answer because a lot of, I I say it normal people always ask me it. They always ask, you know, how can you get, how you, how do you get to where you're at? How do you do it? And truthfully, I, I can't really answer it fairly because people that ask me are just normal looking guys and I have something that stands out and I, and I, add that to my uniqueness person unique personality to really showcase that i just want to entertain and i just want to i want everyone to know who i am and i want to do it in a positive way and i will say i wish i wish i was maybe one day i'll be known as a guy that's helped the world and not just help make people laugh because i mean you know you can interview comedians or whatever whatever you know you can give them a lot of light but like, there's a lot of people out there who are doing so much for the world and that are not really they don't have a platform or just not well known but for people who are just in a darkness area or are just trapped as, as it sounds man, just, you gotta meet the right person and you gotta showcase your talent and everything will unfold it could take a month a year 10 years but it could happen for me i it happened quickly i went i went from like IEPUI to the bar stool in like seven months span some people this hired a guy not too long ago. He's been doing this for like eight years. I just found him. So it's really just a matter of consistency and networking and showing how you are different from others.
1: So what's next? I mean, talk about, I mean, here you are at a big pivoting moment in your life, um, you know, and in your career. I mean, what's next? What's the future looking like for Young Mantis?
0: Uh, hopefully I can uh, meet a girl. We've been struggling with that. <laughs> I've met plenty of girls, but I've never found the one. That may never happen, but what 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 will happen, is I am just making a big project on YouTube. I still love doing my podcast weekly. You know, I've met a lot of famous people that I'm I'm planning on having. But at the end of the day, I still don't know I'm gonna be. I just know that every day I'm trying to make someone laugh, and that will just lead to one. Like I'm not gonna be Brad Pitt, but you know, I'm not gonna be a uh, like a one and done like guy.
1: Where can people find you? Where can people tune in, check you out, find your work?
0: Young Mantis too on everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. You know, Young Mantis YouTube. That Boy Ben is my podcast. But I hope for people hearing this, whether they want to, whether I inspire someone to get into the content world or whatever, I hope, I hope someone listens to this and does good for the world and not just uses like a pulls, pulls a camera on their face and says something it's like, maybe they can go out there and really build a platform and help the community or something like that. Shout out to Evan Stutter. He's doing a lot for Indianapolis.
1: Again, Austin Taylor, AKA Young Mantis graduated here from IUPUI and is the host of That Boy Bent podcast. Austin, such an honor to, you know, set, spend this time with you and thank you so much for just going in depth in your story and just sharing, uh, you know, so much wisdom from what you've gained over the years.
0: Thank you for having me go roll Jags and go pay dark.
1: This has been another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelley School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella. Here on the show, our mission is to help organizations make better business decisions. We'll see you next week.